Blog Talk Radio. Are you out there? God bless Hello? you. How are you? 
Oh, I'm doing just great. I'm doing just great. I'm even better now that I have you on the line and you're here to share with us on today. Um, Listen, I don't even want to go through the whole bio thing because I want you to just tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and then we'll go into some more um, questions and answers and, and we'll get more information out as we go along. Just give us a quick overview about yourself. How about that? Sure, 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 sure. Well, my name is Dr. Tanya Williams, and if I would say anything about myself, I am a person that loves God and has a heart for the things of God. Um, The Lord has allowed me to birth out many different things that I've been uh, progressing in over the last couple of years. I am definitely a person that is strong on prayer. I believe that prayer is the foundation of anything that we will go and achieve in God. The Lord has allowed me to have a yearly summit that I do every year called the Intercessory Prayer Summit. I have some coaching and mentoring Mm. programs. I teach on prayer. Uh, I do many different things. I, I speak at seminars and and other different things, preaching and teaching and prophesying. But most of all, if I would say anything about about myself, I look back from where God has brought me from, and I can say to mm-hmm. the listeners tonight that God, if you will yield yourself to God, God can use you and take you to places that can exceed your expectations. Oh my goodness! I tell you, I'm I'm a little bit of, uh, not afraid, but I'm just. I'm just afraid we don't have enough time for the conversation we're getting ready to have. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, listen, Dr. Tanya, so, I, you know, I, like I said, we want to get all the preliminaries out of the way, you know. So um, you are just a, a fantastic woman, and and I put your name out there, and people started saying, oh, I know her. She's great. Oh, I know her. She's fabulous. And I said, yeah, she actually is. And I said, you know how I know? (laughs) I said, because she's in my bloodline. (laughs) So we tell that little secret now. So I'm just so glad that actually we have, it's so strange. And I guess um, we can tell this little secret too. We have never met face to face. However, (laughs) we are cousins and we will, we will make this meeting come to pass really soon, but I'm just so excited that um, you are a part of my family. Um, Our grandparents are siblings. We're siblings, so that makes us uh, cousins down the line somewhere, but most of all, we are in the family of God, and that makes us completely um, bonded in unity, and so I, I'm just grateful to have you as a part of the family um, and that I'm a part of your family. Now, um, Dr. Tanya, you said you do you have done so many different things and you, you, you do so many different things, and the mentoring, the, um, you know, the, the platforms that you provide for uh, many different um, teaching sessions and, and uh, coaching and all that. It's just so wonderful. Um, Let's talk about prayer itself. How often should a person pray and, and who should actually pray? Is it for anybody to pray or should it be just the pastors and elders and ministers that pray? You know, just tell us a little bit about that. 
Sure. Thank you so much, Lady Gwen. Um, I would say for those of you that are listening today, prayer is key. It is vital. It It is your life source for us to pray. The Bible tells us that mm-hmm. man should always pray and not oh. faint. And I believe that mm-hmm. God has called each and every one of us that's listened to the sound of my voice to a place of prayer because prayer is two-way communication with the Father. We not only speak okay. to him, but he also speaks to us. If we mm-hmm. have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, you got to remember God, God is our creator. He known us before he formed us in our mother's womb. He knows what he's placed down on the inside of us. He knows what tomorrow holds. So why not connect to the one that holds your future in his hands? So he gives us this key. He gives us this place where we can go to the Father in prayer and be a place where we can open up our hearts and open up our spirit to him and be able to pour out and not worry about uh, our, our secrets being spilled or worried about people are talking about essentiality. And so you ask mm-hmm. me, uh, should it just be for certain people? No, everyone should pray. But again, know that we, it, it, your prayer is effective when you have a relationship with God, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It takes your prayer life Absolutely. to another level. When Absolutely. should we pray? The Bible yeah. says, always shall we pray. We always. should keep a spirit of prayer upon us. Mm-hmm. So now, is there a certain guideline? Um, do you have to say certain words? I mean, you know, people are, some people are stressed out by prayer, and I've actually had um, a lot of young people, but even some older people say, I just don't know how to pray. I don't know what I should say. You know, I don't know how to say all those words. And, you know, and I, I, that's a sad statement to me. You know, so tell me how you, you know, uh, would encourage those people who are feeling that they don't have the words to pray. Sure. Prayer comes from the heart. Prayer comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. One of the key things we know in the Bible talks about the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer being the example and the guide, the guideline of prayer. First, we come to the Lord in adoration. He is God. There is nobody like him. And worship. Then we come to the Lord in a spirit of repentance. Father, if we've done anything mm-hmm. that's not pleasing unto you, Father, we ask you to forgive us of all of all of our sins. And then we go into that time where we speak to the Father. Usually when I'm dealing with my uh, new um, converts, when they're coming into, into the church, one thing I would always tell them, I say, Prayer is intimate and it's personal. And one thing that the okay. Bible declares that God hastens his word. He hastens to mm. perform his word. So the key element when you start off in prayer is to pray the word. I said never feel embarrassed if you got to take the Bible out and you have to open up the Bible. Father, your mm-hmm. word says. Father, your word right. says. Father, you said your word will not return back to you void. Because the Bible declares that so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my go. mouth. It yes. shall not, not return back to him void, but it shall go my until God. I the thing where to it has been sent. So I tell them, I yes. said, take the word of the Lord. Sometimes I find, which is very good, is a topical Bible where it has mm. the particular scriptures laid out in sections. And it makes it easier oh, okay. if you want uh, scriptures for healing or you want scriptures for deliverance or you want scriptures for peace. And you pray the word of God because as you continue to pray, that word starts to get into your heart and your spirit. And what you needed as that 
through that topical Bible, that word will be hitting your heart that you will not be able yes. to sin against the Lord. And so that's what I would say. Make it a heart relationship. Make it an intimate mm. relationship. Because many times I find that people get so caught up, well, I don't sound like this one. I don't sound like that one. Right. God didn't call you to sound like anybody else. He called you to be uniquely you. All right. And he wants you to build yes. that relationship. That is so awesome. Oh, my goodness. I I tell you, I just felt something right there. I was getting ready to go in a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, that was really powerful. So, so you, um, you love, you, you post a lot of declarations. Um, mm-hmm. What is the difference between prayer and declarations, and and how important is it to make declarations? Again, going back to giving God back his word. It is key mm. that when we pray, of course, as I said to you earlier, prayer is a two-way communication with the Lord. So when we pray, we're speaking to the Father what is on our heart, the things that, uh, the concerns that we have. As you grow and as you mature in God, then, and you build that relationship with God, then you will start to pray the things that is on his heart concerning what's going on in the in the land and that's that's when you transition into an intercessor which i know we'll talk about in a moment but praying is that time where you come together with the father and it's that time Mm -hmm. where you are are speaking uh uh to the father what's on your heart when we decree or we declare because you find that uh those two words are always put together when we mm-hmm. are decreeing a thing, that means that we are uh, standing in agreement. It means that a decree is a statement of truth that carries the authority okay. of a court order. So when we are decreeing, we're taking God's word and we're speaking it in the atmosphere because the word is already sound. The Bible says not one mm. jot, not one tittle of his word shall fall to the ground. Yes. So the word says it, it shall and it will come to pass. So we take that it statement will. of truth, knowing that the Bibles are the oracles of God. That's the speaking place. That's where God mm. speaks to us from the throne room mm, of God, mm, mm, and then we have uh, declaring, when we when we are declaring, we're making it known. That's why sometimes I find that people have problems in prayer because the enemy wants to shut your mouth, because once you yes. realize that you open up your mouth and you start to mm, speak into mm, the mm. atmosphere, the Bible says Jesus. that the power of death and life is in the words that you speak. So mm, when you open Jesus. up your mouth, children of God, you start to speak. And the enemy has to flee. You start to speak and yes. poverty has to go. You start to speak oh, and healing God. has to come Ish, forth. You start to speak yes, and breakthrough God. has to come forth. Thank In you, the Jesus. name of Jesus. That's hey, why the God. enemy tries to oppress us and depress us and put us to sleep. But if you realize that prayer is one of the greatest weapons that God gives mm. you, and as you're mm. praying, mm. you start to decree and declare his word, I'm telling you, the enemy will go on a flight. He will go on a flight. My God. Oh, you have no idea how much this this is for me. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping the rest of y'all are catching it, but uh I'm I'm all in this right now. This is just so wonderful. Okay, so so now let's go to the intercessor. Um the, what does it mean to actually be an intercessor? Sure, the intercessor is one that stands in the gap. 
the Mm in-between, the one that stands. Mm. The intercessor is one that stands between the problem and the answer, bringing the answer Mm. to the problem and the problem to the answer. See, God calls us as intercessors because there are situations and circumstances and issues that need an intervention. And God will raise up men and women of God that will cry loud and spare not and intercede on the behalf of a situation, knowing that the enemy is the prince of the air. He doesn't know everything. Yes. He only knows what we speak out of our mouth. He watches mm. our actions. That's why it's so key that children, when you pray, you don't pray the problem, babies. You pray the solution. You pray the word of God. When the enemy is coming against your body, oh, you don't say, oh, my back hurt. No, you get up in the name of Jesus and you say, God, I thank you that every cell, every tissue, and every organ in my body is lining up with the word of God in the name of Jesus. I walk in the name of Jesus. And the evil one does not. So when you are in there are times where people are in situations that sometimes that they might be oppressed or depressed or the, or the weight of the situation might be so overwhelming or maybe they just need help and God raises up people that stand in the gap and pray until that stronghold is broken, until the answer comes, until the problem is lifted. So the intercessor is My one God. that stands in the gap. And you have had this passion in your life for intercession, um, you 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 host intercessory prayer conferences every year in August. It's always during the same time as uh, my church convention, but uh, I'm I'm praying that one day that the dates will be different. But um, <laughs> so tell us where the passion for the intercession began in your life. Sure. Um, I would say I've 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 been at my church for about 25 years, and the the pastor, the the late apostle Boyd, he was a man of prayer. Okay. He taught us mm-hmm. how to. We were up yes. six o'clock every morning praying and interceding. He would call special prayers that we would come, mm-hmm. and he would teach us how to build that relationship with God. So we got a hunger and a thirst after God because many times people are running at the man. But when you learn how to go to the almighty one, when you learn how to go to yes. Jehovah Elohim, El should die mm. because he's the only one that can fix it. So he taught us how yes. to pray. So when we started to get that passion of prayer and then, and then most of the people that have come from my ministry are still in my ministry. We are people of prayer. When then from pastors really imparting prayer into us, then we have prophetess Bynum. She was at our church and she started right. the 5 a.m. prayer. And right. I was one of her intercessors. And wow. so we would be in there oh. praying every Tuesday morning. And we would be praying. Okay. We would be interceding. And I thank God for that woman of God because it was time yes. that she pulled us out of our comfort zone. She pulled us, you know, mm-hmm. she made us pray when you got tired. Pastor made us yes. pray. It seemed like you ran you ran out of words because then that mm. that's when you empty yourself and allow the spirit of the Lord now to take over the prayer because the Bible yes. says we know not what to pray for, but the we spirit know knows not. the spirit starts to come to make intercession. So that passion yes. started to happen. And I'm gonna be honest with you, for some of you that might be going through started when I first got saved and I started in ministry, the enemy used to fight my prayer life. Oh my God. I didn't know. I mean, I would try to pray, feel like I would get oppressed. I would try to pray and seem like fear would come upon me. I would try to pray and I would fall asleep. I'd fall asleep on my knees. So I said, oh, no, devil, mm. you're not going to make me 
going through. I would get up. I would walk I the floor. Right. You know why? Because I said, I, I knew that. And again, knowing that when God has called you to do, to do something, that's the area that the enemy will fight you the most. And he was fighting my prayer life until I realized, I said, wait a minute. Why is the devil fighting me in this area? So I had to now become strategic. So before even prayer came, I prayed before the prayer. Fathers, I come before you now, God. I come, I'm asking you, God, to cover me in my prayer time. I bind distractions. I bind hindrances. I bind tiredness in the name of Jesus. Fathers, I go and God, God, make me strategic, Father. Lord God, let me hit the target. I don't want to be praying amiss, Father. Lord God, stir my Mm. spirit up, stir Mm -hmm. my belly up. Father God, when I come yes. out of prayer, I know that I've been soaking in the presence of God. Yes, yes, yes. My God. Wow, that is so, so powerful and so much needed information um, because I know, you know, I too, you know, have struggled with my prayer life. And I know there are many people that are listening or will listen to the playback and they have had the same situation. And it's, you know, and we're in a time now where we don't have time to be, you know, we don't have time to be fighting uh, uh, sleep and everything while we're trying to be praying. You know, we're in such a a, a society, and, and, and uh, we're going to talk about now the leadership and the society that we're in, the leadership of the world and, and our country, but not just our country, how important, you know, the prayer is for us dealing with what we're, you know, what we're faced with around in the world today. You know, we have new pre- president-elect. We have uh, other situations. The, the uh, Congress is passing this bill and fighting that bill. And we have a lot of stuff that is really at hand. How should we be um, praying or should we be praying about that? Just, just tell us a little bit of what you're thinking about, you know, with that. Sure, I'm going to be very frank and honest with you. Uh, election night, we all went to, to vote, and uh, that, that night I had did my empowerment call, and I fell asleep a little early. So when I woke up about 12.31 o'clock, I just knew I was going to hear one uh, uh, um, uh, victory <laughs> speech, and, and it, was, right. it was shifted to another. And so right. you know, the next day I got to work, and people were all traumatized, and the Lord spoke to me right then. He said, you mm-hmm. know what? There's times, children, that we get at ease in Zion. There's yes. times that we just take certain things for granted. For I believe granted. that, you know, I believe all things work together for the good. To those that yes. love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We might not understand everything, but realize mm-hmm. this. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Because we yes. serve a greater one. We serve God. Right our God, who is almighty. And when we position mm-hmm. ourselves as the mm-hmm. body of Christ, we position mm-hmm. ourselves as intercessors and prayer warriors. We position ourselves, for the Bible tells us, if my people, which are called by my name, yes. will humble themselves and do what, babies? Pray. Pray, pray, pray. pray. Yes. Turn from their wicked ways. He said, I will forgive our sins, and he will do what? Heal the land. Heal our the land, land needs a healing. Our land needs a yes. healing. And the healing will come if we would only pray. So sometimes we only have to stir pray. us up. Ooh. Just a little bit. You got to stir us up. You got to say, now, okay, babies, get back on your faith. Get back on Mm. your knees. I I need you now to call on me because one one thing that the Lord gave me peace. 
He gave me peace. He says, as you pray, you will watch God move in the situation yeah. and move in this earth, move in our nation. So you know what, Lady Gwen, I have a peace. I have a peace. I know what I'm seeing. I know this one's being put here and this is going on. But I know one thing. Prayer doesn't just change things. It changes everything. We cannot uh, water down the power of prayer because we're up up and frantic. I was on Facebook the next day. People were going going through all these these situations and issues. I'm like, well, you Mm -hmm. guys are the same people. I can understand the people yeah. that aren't safe, but my hope is built on nothing mm, less. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, yes. I'm, I'm yes. 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 <laughs> my hope is in Jesus Christ. And I in know Jesus that the Lord Christ. did not bring us this far to leave us. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. I'll tell you, this is, whew, this is just a tease right here. So we're going to have to get you uh, in, in live in person that we can get the rest of it from you. Um, you know, we've got to bring you to Virginia. We've got to take you to some other states and cities. You know, I know you're you're already all over the place, and especially in New York, you're just everywhere. Um, you just have so much that you're doing. What other gifts and talents um, do you possess? You know, is prayer, you know, the only thing that you do, or do you have some other gifts and talents that you share in the body or, or even outside of the body of Christ? Sure. Uh, one of the things I do with my mentoring group, I always teach them, I said, you need to know your five strongest gifts. And when you know your five mm-hmm. strongest gifts, doesn't mean, and it needs, it needs to un- be understood that each gift thrives in its environment. So I have exactly. a gift of prayer. I have mm-hmm. the gift of the prophetic. I have okay. a teaching gift. I have mm-hmm. the gift of administration. And I have okay. a mentoring slash, um, I would say, coaching gift. So those are okay. five. Are they all of my gifts? Absolutely not. But those right. gifts, depending on the environment that I am, if I'm in my teaching mode, my teaching gift stands for stand strong. Sometimes my mm. prophetic gift will sometimes flow. Depending if I'm preaching, that will sometimes flow. When I take on the hat of the administrator, that's when I'm facilitating conferences and, and other different okay. things. God's given me that gift to organize and to set things in order. So those are, I would say, my major five gifts, but it also depends on what the environment and where I am and how each each gift thrives. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that just sounds so great. So so with the coaching and mentoring ministries, um um I know you you said that you were ushered kind of into that with um through your church and through the the prayer um teachings that you receive. Um what is your you know your cuz we we're, we're running slow and I want to make sure that you um give us a a a quick prayer at the end, you know. But what what is your ministry um, coming ahead? What do you have coming up for us that we can look into and, and try to connect with you? And, you know, just tell our listeners a little bit more about your ministry, how we can connect with you. Sure. I'm basically multifaceted. Um, of course, you can always connect with me at my website at drtanyawilliams.com, 
or you can connect with me on Facebook. I'm usually out there in the morning and I'm posting. But um, I have a couple of different things that I do uh, for women in ministry. I have a group being authentically you, uh, which is every second okay. and fourth Monday that any women can okay. come. You can come and you can join the flyers on my website as well as on my Facebook page. Uh, also, do I do a prayer empowerment call? every Tuesday night from 9 to about 9.20, just nuggets that God gives me to empower you during the course of the week. Uh, I have my mm-hmm. uh, weekly uh, prayer call called Keeping the Momentum of Prayer. That's um, every Saturday mm-hmm. from 7 to 8 to 8 a.m. Um, I have um, an intercessory prayer summit, as Lady Gwen mentioned. Uh, that's uh, next year, August 3rd through August 6th, uh, 2017. Okay. That's held at the Double Tree by Houghton in Tarrytown, New New York. I got a couple of different things. I got a holiday party coming up. Um, a group yeah. of us were going to the shelter. Um, you awesome. know, I'm going to be taking taking the summit to the map to to different states. So uh, those are different things. And as God gives me utterance and He gives me vision, I try to move forward. Many many years, Lady Gwen. You know, I was fearful. Uh, because mm-hmm. I didn't think I had it in me to do a lot of things that I have now. But when I had a God encounter one day, I realized that I'm just a vessel and this God that does the work. And when you walk in obedience okay. and remember that where there's vision, God will always provide. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we've got less than 30 seconds. If you could just give us a prayer and we're going to post your uh, website so that people can follow you. Give us a quick prayer uh, leading us out of here. And we just sure. love you. Thank you for coming. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for that which you have spoken on tonight. Father, I for those that are listening to the sound of my voice, Lord God, stir up their prayer mantle. Lord God, stir yes, up God. their spirit for prayer, Father. Yes, in the name of Jesus, Father, we bind yes, every Jesus. hindrance Every distraction, yes, Lord God. every spirit of oppression and depression that tries to keep them in a defeated place. Yes, God. Father God, I speak victory over them right now in the name and by the power in of the, the name of Jesus. And Father, they shall rise up. They shall rise up, Father, to be the yes, intercessors, the prayer warriors, the watchmen, the gap standers that you call for this hour. And Father, I speak yes, it Lord. over them right now. And it is so in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, so much. I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you. (laughs) You have no idea how much.